welcome back to episode 2 of the Virtual Diaries. Um, if I sound like I'm whispering, it's because my boyfriend is sleeping. Um, it doesn't sound like I'm whispering to me, at least, so I shouldn't be. But in just in case if it does, that is the reason why. Um, but I wanted to talk about something real quick. Obviously, because of copyright restrictions, I can't actually play the song for you guys. Um, so you'll have to listen to it to your uh, by on your own. But it is by uh, 30 Seconds to Mars, and it's called Kings and Queens. Um, if you know what I'm talking about, great. If you haven't, go check it out. Um, but there's just a little bit in here that I wanted to just touch base on real quick. Um, I thought it'd be really cool to start off these little diary entries with songs that I personally love and almost give like my interpretation on it because everybody, when we hear songs, everyone hears them differently. Everybody takes them to their own sense and if we can kind of talk about it, I think it'd be really cool because we all interpret things differently, so why not? But anyway, the chorus part is what I want to talk about. Just because the chorus is what brings the song together. It's what you hear the most. It's what you're fully going to understand, basically, in the beginning. Um, but let's jump into it. So the chorus goes, We are the kings and queens of promise. We are the victims of ourselves. Maybe the children of a lesser god between heaven and hell. And to me, the song is, it says a lot. The song is a lot in general. Um, it was from their album, This Is War. So it's very obviously about like go clashing, you know, and coming through and just being in defense, you know. But with this, I feel like it's very telling to almost the millennial generation. Um, if you are not, if you are a millennial, you'll understand. If not, I'm sure it still resonates because I feel like the same issues that we kind of grew up with have kind of always been the same. Obviously, everybody's personal life is different. And that's all not the same. But I feel like as a millennial myself, um, we were promised a lot of things growing up, you know, you were told that if you go to college and get a nice degree, you'll be able to get the job of your dreams, and I think it put a lot of pressure on kids to have to be good at something, and that if you weren't good at something, then you're just going to fail, fail at life, right? And what a lot of people realized is when they were going to school and they finally got through it, they weren't granted the job of their dreams. They weren't granted, you know, the stuff that they thought they were going to get. And it's almost like broken promises that we've gotten since we were kids about how we grew up. And then the second line, we were the victims of ourselves. I don't really think we were the victims of ourselves. If we're talking everybody, like everyone ever, not just individually, but everyone on planet Earth and how we've done everything, then yeah, 
I agree with that statement 100%. If we're talking about the the um, first line being like, we were the kings and queens, um, I kind of look at that as being more of like a generational thing versus of an everybody thing. I don't know why, but that's just how my brain goes to it. So I don't really think we were the victims of ourselves unless you're talking about bullying and not letting other people express themselves. Um, because that's how a lot of things ended up being broken for us. But we are in this weird place, if you are science-based at all, and or if you believe in religion at all, we are in this weird in-between, you know? Um, when you think of space, you think of all the planets, you think of the galaxy, you think of the universe, and to think that we're just here on Earth, and, you know, we have our skies, but we don't really know what's out there, and it's like, that just, every time I think about it, drives me crazy, because it's just insane to think about we're just this one little speck in this universe, and, like, we're all just a bunch of measly little ants, basically, and at that point, you're a smaller than an ant, so <laughs> anyway, I'm going down a tangent here, but I just think it's really cool. It gives kind of somewhat of perspective because if you are spiritually based or if you believe in um, heaven or an afterlife of any kind or anything like that, it does make you wonder because it's like we're not in any spiritual realm and we're just here. And it's like, what is the spiritual realm? I mean, granted, obviously in the last episode, I talked about my spiritual um, path that I've been taking lately. And I guess this kind of goes in with it. But it just, if you're into that kind of stuff, listen to the full song. Um, put some headphones on. Close your eyes. Really listen to it. Because it gets you to think. And I think that's why it's one of the songs that I've always liked growing up. Because the music itself just runs through your veins and you get so pumped and like you want to just scream the song out with it but there's so much meaning to it and it's just awesome sorry I hit the mic um but that's really what I just wanted to talk about a little bit um before we got into it like I said, I would have played this in the beginning if I was able to, but because of copyright, I'm not allowed. Unfortunately, it sucks. It so sucks, because I just want you guys to listen to it. But go listen to it on your own. Um, but yeah, now let's really jump into this episode. jump in this episode this diary entry is going to talk about the book that I talked about yesterday that I bought um I haven't read more into it so I'm still in the beginning chapters but I wanted to just share a little bit more about it so the book is called Buddhism again I'm sorry if I'm saying it wrong but this is an introduction into the Buddha's life, teachings, and practices. It's by Joan Duncan Oliver. 
um, and literally the artwork, it's beautiful. It's so simple. It's so minimal, um, but it just captivates you. Um, and on the top, it says the Essential Wisdom Library, which I thought was really cool. Um, like I said, I'm not like super far into it right now. I'm at the point where it's, um, Buddhism after the Buddha. So it talks about like how it has basically gone all over India and parts of Asia, which is really cool. Um, but I wanted to, I guess, share the book a little bit with you guys, talk about it, because I feel like I've learned a lot already, and I haven't even gotten that far. Like, I'm literally on page 33. Like, I am not far. This is a small book. Um, there's a lot of resources in the back, and there is a glossary and everything, so there's, like, a lot of info in here. There's even, like, a note section um, which is cool to just kind of look into because it really shows you where um, the author got all their information, which they also gave a little insight into the author in the beginning or a little introduction. But one of the first things I saw when I opened this book was there's a page that is just blank and it, all of a sudden it just says, for all the seekers of wisdom and compassion. And that resonated with me so hard because um, obviously because of COVID right now, everybody has their own restrictions and things. And when I got this book, um, I had my mask on because I went into the store because where I live, we are allowed to go inside stores. We just need our masks on. Um, I'm pretty sure that's kind of the same everywhere, but I'm not sure. Um, and so I did, and I went with my boyfriend, and luckily it was like slow time of the day, so we could actually look around. But I didn't see the hand sanitizer table, so I was in the store just holding my uh, wallet, my keys, my phone, just kind of with my arms crossed over my chest, making sure that I didn't touch anything because I felt so rude for just like going in here and, you know, not having hand sanitizer on. But when I saw this book, I was like, nope, this book is coming with me. I saw it. I didn't even look through it. I read the cover and I just picked it up because I knew it was going to come home with me. <laughs> Crazy, right? But anyway, when I actually got home and I read that little bit about wisdom and compassion for being a seeker of it, I just was very, like, in awe because that's literally what I wanted, you know? That's what I wanted. I wanted something that I could resonate with because for me, religion has always been a toughy, well, not a tough. Yeah, I guess so. A touchy slash tough topic to talk about because everyone is different. Um, but with that, I've wanted to learn more. I touched based on this in the previous episode, so I thought it would be fitting. Um, but I will have to say, with just the introduction alone, I was already into it. And so then to know it, Teach, uh, 
the Buddha itself, like to know him. And granted, there's no actual, you know, written properly of when he actually was on earth and when he had everything happen to him. It was just, it's really cool though to know that, you know, throughout the 2,600 years that he has been gone, that this is still very real for a lot of people, and this is still working, and I love it. Honestly, I'm so excited to learn more. I'm so excited to do it um, and read the book fully, but I wanted to give a little bit more information just in the simple fact of who the book was by. Um, you guys could probably find this on Amazon. On the back here, it says uh, U.S., it's $14.99, and for Canadian, it's uh, $19.50. But I'll read the back of it for, for just a second um, to give you a little interlogue, because I don't want to give anything away, but I will read kind of like the synopsis on the back. It says, A Modern Guide to the Essential Teaching of Buddhism. Buddhism, an introduction into Buddha's life, teaching, and practices, is an in, I'm sorry, indispensable guide. <laughs> I can't read. What is wrong with me? Guide to a 2,600-year-old wisdom tradition that has transformed the lives of millions across centuries and around the world. Readers will learn... Okay, now I'm really going to miss-say some things. Saitahara? Gautama became the Buddha? One of the most influential spiritual leaders of all time. And discover how they, too, can follow his revolutionary methods to attain happiness and inner freedom along with accessible overviews and central teachings. The Four Noble Truths, the Eightfold Path, Karma, Core Virtues like Kindness and Compassion, and more. Buddhism covers such, covers such basics as the three main Buddhist traditions, the role of meditation and mindfulness, and the step-by-step -step instruction in key Buddhist Buddhist practices. Um, and then this was written in an engagement and approachable style by author Joan Duncan Oliver. Outlines the fundamentals of Buddhism for every reader, revealing its timeless truths and their relevance for finding peace in uncertain times. A practitioner of Buddhist meditation for 40 years, Oliver has written extensively on Buddhist wisdom and its application to daily life. Her practical approach to Buddhism is Buddhism makes Buddhism a, an essential modern guidebook to an, an ancient tradition. I'm sorry, I stumbled over that bad. I probably should have read it before. I was just like, I'm going to read you guys something. But I hope you can kind of get the gist of it. It's really cool. Obviously, Oliver, the author, um, 
has their her knowledge. Like she has knowledge in this. She's practiced it for a very long time. So it's really cool. But I've never been more connected to teachings before. Like I think in the intro I this sounds really weird, but like I almost cried because I grew up in Christianity. Um and I kind of already had this certain mindset, but there was a lot of things that were different to me. And I know that this isn't one of those things that's like severely, severely different. Um, but let me see if I can't find it. Give me a sec here. Okay, so the Buddha never claimed that any one method was suitable for all. He was renowned for skillful meanings, for knowing just the right teaching or practice to nudge an, each individual closer to enlightenment. But when, but even then, he encouraged questioning. Don't just take my word for what I teach is the truth, or that these methods are valid, he would say. Try them for yourself, and adopt only what you find to be true, only what works for you. If Buddha was here today, he would no doubt suggest that you keep that advice in mind as you read the following pages. I just thought that was cool, because Buddha's not... Um, he's not a spiritual connection, like he is a spiritual connection, but he's not the say all be all. That was not his quest. Um, that's not how he wanted. He just wanted his teachings to live on in basically his legend. He's not a higher power. You don't need to pray to him. And I think that's really cool because not a lot of people really know that. I know in the eastern side of the world they definitely do there's so many so many people have it involved in their lives and in the western world we have it but like kind of in fads almost like yoga became really big for a lot of people that's kind of sort of a practice um we also had a lot of people start with meditation and I don't think those kind of things are for me. I've tried in the past. Um, but what I love is that right there, that little bit that I read, um, everybody's different. And he acknowledged that he acknowledged that our brains are all different from each other and that we all interpret things differently and that we all use things differently and I think that was amazing I absolutely loved it um I need to read more I plan on reading more after I make this episode because hopefully then I can give you guys a little snippet but I just wanted to touch with that um and give you a little insight here um I do want to do one more segment on this episode um which I'll talk about 
in just a second. We'll do another little pause so I can catch my breath and think everything through fully. Um, but let's get into that. All right, with that beautiful chime happening and the... Um, my boyfriend woke up, so this actually, this recording here has been a little bit since my last little book information spiel, but we got Chinese food yesterday, and my boyfriend's fortune cookie says, hope springs internally in the human heart, and I thought that was kind of fitting, which is kind of ironic. Seems like everything's been falling into place lately with just what I've been talking about, um, but because some time has passed, I actually forgot what I really wanted to touch base on, um, again, so with that, I'm just gonna leave it here, I think this has been enough information for one day, I think it's been a lot, kind of a little all over the place, but hopefully the next episode, I'll be a little bit more clear with you guys. Um, with that, if you guys have read this book, um, I would really like to know what you guys think. I know on Anchor you can comment, or not really comment, but you can send messages, I believe. Um, I know Spotify, I don't know if there's a really a comment section. I don't think there is. So I will have to figure out a way where we got, we can talk. Maybe I'll come up with a discord for this podcast. Um, and that way we can actually chat too. That would be kind of cool. Um, that might be later down the road, but, um, if you haven't read this book and you are interested so far, I highly recommend it. Like I said, I plan on reading the rest of it. Um, this week I'm on vacation. Like I said yesterday, I'm on vacation this week. Um, so I will figure all of that stuff out and hopefully finish this book and then give you like my full like review and how I really feel. Um, but hopefully I can give you little snippets throughout the day. I'm really excited to see where this is going. I didn't think I was going to like it as much as I am currently. Like this is crazy how much I am thoroughly enjoying this process um but here we are so I'll leave you guys here remember hope springs internally in the human heart like ooh, keep that one like that's good because we all need a little bit of hope right now I feel like and if you don't need hope well keep that positive vibe coming because we know that we need those those positive energies. Um, but I hope you guys have a fantastic day. Uh, I hope you were able to get some new information from this. If not, thank you for listening to my little ramble in my diary journal. Um, sorry about my reading spiel. I'm, I promise I'm a a somewhat good reader. I know what I'm talking about, but I'm very, I get things very confused a lot. It's, I've had that issue since I was a little kid. It's just, it's who I am. Um, but thank you for bearing with me and I will see you guys tomorrow. All right. Bye. Bye.